0: Good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, it is 8.30 on a Tuesday morning for me and I have recorded this part of the intro 30 times now because after this part I never know where to go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go straight into it. So uh, if you listened to my last podcast episode, you know that I've started doing weekly live streams on Instagram where I pick a topic and I just share thoughts and ideas and we have a conversation. So we've talked about writing and publishing uh, and the last two weeks I've shared kind of mental health and personal emotional techniques that I use to to just feel good and get myself out of a bad Thinking patterns, I would say. So, usually, when I record a podcast, I obviously don't film myself. I just record the audio. Um, and I usually have like a proper script. I just read from what I have written down. But what I did last week was I filmed it and I shared the video with my Patreons, my Patreon supporters, and released the audio. Um, as a podcast, but what I realized by filming myself, I had a completely different energy in my voice because you can see it if you're listening to the podcast, but I am also looking into the camera, talking to my patreons and talking to my podcast listeners, and it just gave me a completely new energy, I think so from now on, I'm going to film myself while uh, recording a podcast, which is a little bit awkward, but um I hope that you can hear the difference because I could hear the difference. So this week on the live stream, I talked about what I do to get through hard times. And I also shared something that I'm calling Gifts to Future Me. For me, it felt really, you know, relevant with what we're all going through right now. We're all going through hard times and I this week or last week, I really also learned so much that you think that you're doing fine and then suddenly it hits you what's going on in the world and then the next day you're doing fine again and then the next day you you just cannot take it anymore. And we're all going through this. We're all going up and down. It comes in waves, you know. And honestly, through the whole quarantine, I've been doing really well. In the beginning, I had a lot of anxiety. Mostly because I have been fighting a lot with feeling really lonely in my life and and feeling really isolated. And since I moved to Berlin last year, it's been my biggest priority in life to pull myself out of that isolation and and reach out to people and, and build a community. And I was starting to really feel connected to people. I was, for the first time in my life, felt like i was building a little bit of a of a group of of friends and then this happened and in the beginning i felt you know i was forced back into isolation that i had so actively tried to push myself out of but somewhere after like the first week i managed to turn my head around and it turned into be a really beautiful time for me i go back to focus on myself. I have read so many books. I've started projects that I've been wanting to do for so long, like recording my audiobooks and recording a lot of songs that I haven't had time to finish. I'm trying to learn to cook. It's not going that well, (laughs) but you know, sometimes it's actually nice to like press pause on the world and catch up with yourself. But then last week on around Thursday, I woke up And my heart was beating so fast and I could not breathe. And I just had, I was straight back into this bubble of anxiety, like this suffocating four walls around me. The hardest part, I think, with any kind of, I would say any kind of mental health struggle right now is that usually when I wake up with anxiety, I know that if I can just get out and be around people, I feel better. I go and see a friend, I ask if I can go for dinner with someone or for lunch with someone. Or even if I can just go out and sit and work in a coffee shop, I feel better. Just having life around me. And what was so hard, obviously, now is that you can't do any of that. You are stuck by yourself. And I live alone, so I'm really alone. (laughs) Um, Even if I can go out, you know, and and take a walk, it's, it's really hard. So... This topic felt really, really accurate right now, how I get through hard times, because what I am going to share and what I shared in the live stream is really exactly what I did last week and and today too, to um, get through until I feel better again. What I also said in the live stream that I actually really want to emphasize here is that I have, and this might sound a little cringy, (laughs) but... It is the most amazing thing I have started for myself. I have a document on my computer that I'm literally calling a survival document. And there I collect quotes, articles, videos, podcasts, ideas and thoughts. Whenever I stumble upon something... That, you know, like a comforting quote or a healing quote or uh, an article that I feel like this is really helpful, I throw it into the document. And even if I sometimes maybe stumble upon a podcast episode and I'm in the moment thinking this is not really accurate right now, like I feel really good right now, but at some point I will need to hear this or at some point this exercise is going to be really useful or Right now I'm in a really happy place, but maybe soon I will be heartbroken again and then this quote will be really important for me to read. All those things I throw into survival documents. It is cringy, but it is the most amazing thing. Because any time that I wake up feeling emotional suffering, pain or sadness... I make some coffee, I light some candles, I sit down on the floor and I open this document and I read it quote by quote or article and podcast until I feel better again. And, you know, it's so easy to just with a scrolling culture we have on Instagram, for example, you just find something that touches you and then 10 seconds later, you're on to the next idea. But to actually collect that and save it and come back to it and read it once a month until you know in, until you live it that's when good ideas and lessons and knowledge can seep into you if that is something you can say so if anything that i say ever resonates with you in the way that you you hear it and you feel like That made me feel calm or that made me feel better or this is something that I think I could feel better from. Write it down in a document and come back to it whenever you think this is going to help me now. Okay, so let's jump into it. This idea that I'm going to share of gifts to future me, it's not something that I have come up with. I am very actively studying a lot of um, psychologists and I read books on uh, mental health and and I read a lot of life coaching books for the purpose of learning to coach myself really through life. You know, I I take like ideas from different people and then I create my own little philosophy around it. And this idea came from an amazing woman called Brooke Castillo. She has a podcast called The Life Coach School Podcast and I recommend everybody to check it out. She has an episode on this and there she starts the episode and she's saying your relationship with your future self is the most important relationship in your life. And that hooked me right away. That is such an important idea. Um, And what I mean by that, you know, I I don't really know what she means by, by that, but what I mean by that is that who I am today is the result of my relationship with future me three years ago. That's a mind twister, isn't it? So around three years ago, I started doing my... Uh, future self-visualizations that I shared in the last episode. I started actively meditating on who I wanted to be in three years and what my life would be. And I started meditating and visualizing myself meeting three-year-older me. Three-year-older me is me today, right? I am that person today, which means that for three years, three years ago... I was already talking to me today. I was actively shaping me today. And I think that's why, actually, today I feel like I know myself and I feel so friendly to myself because I've been talking to this me for three years, you know? And now I think back at that three year younger girl. And she feels like my little sister and I am proud of her for, you know, going from there to here. Now that's what we also need to do with our future from now. So I visualize my myself three years from now. Who is she? And I see her as a, an older sister. I see her as a, an older sister that I can close my eyes and ask for advice from. Um, And she is wiser and calmer and happier. And she loves me unconditionally because I am like her little sister. And she's always going to want my best. And in the same way, I love her unconditionally. Meaning, I want her to be as happy as she can possibly be. I want that woman to have a beautiful life with beautiful people around her. Doing things that she cares about in a healthy body, and in a place that she loves. That's what I wish for older me, who I see as my older sister. Because what happens when when you see yourself as as an older sister is that everything throughout my day becomes something that I ask myself, do I want to give this to future me, older me? So let's say that I accidentally slip into a relationship that feels already a bit toxic. I I already feel like this person is making me uh, feel bad about myself. Maybe, you know, uh, me right now would have just like jumped straight into it because I feel lonely and I just need somebody to be there for me. But if I can take a step back from here and now and think about Do I want that relationship for future me? My older sister, do I want this relationship in her life? No, I want nothing but the best for her. I want her to be surrounded by inspiring people who make her feel strong and good and beautiful. And I will not bring any toxic people into her life. That means that right now, I need to actively seek out those people so that I can nurture those friendships so that when I arrive in three years, future me will have those friendships in her life. So I'm going to cut out that toxic people from my life right now because I don't want to give that to future me. I want to give inspiring people to future me. So I'm going to wait until I find those motivating, kind people and I will nurture those friendships to give to future me as a gift. Right. It's the same with with like how I take care of my body in three years or even if I go a little bit further when I turn 40 or when I'm 35, it's going to be so important for me that I have a healthy physical body because I have learned to grow into a very spiritual and intimate relationship with my own body. I practice yoga and meditate and go running. And that's what makes me feel calm being myself. So I never want to come to a place where I find myself having pain everywhere, and I can't, I can't use my body like I want to use it. I want to feel like my body is my temple, and I can carry myself, like, you know, like I uh, take care of myself. That was a really bad explanation, <laughs> but I hope you understand what I mean. Even if maybe today I wake up and I'm like, oh, I would rather just stay in bed and eat something like fast food, order a pizza, or go out and drink too much. If I can forget about what would be comfortable here and now, and instead think, do I want to give that day to future me? Is that kind of lifestyle going to make my life beautiful and easy in three years? No, I want to give the gift of clean eating and taking care of my body and and treating myself like like a castle. That's what I want to give to future me. So I'm going to do make different choices. How I treat my body today. Because I don't want... I want the best for my older sister. I don't want to... I don't want her to have to deal with shit that I did today. And you know, this comes from a little bit... When I was a lot younger. 20, 21. I was very self-destructive, I would call it. I hated myself. I hated my body, my mind. I did everything I could to get out of my body. I starved and I ran and I smoked and I drank. And all those things that I did to myself back then, I've had to really work hard to, to heal and recover from now and that's what I'm trying to avoid now right when I know a bit better I don't want to end up in five years and look back at me now and think why did she do those why did she make those choices now I have to pay for it because you have to pay for your choices today in five years right instead in five years I want to be able to look back at me and think I am so grateful to Younger me for the way that she treated herself, for the choices she made, for for the life she was actively building. Because thanks to that, now my life is a lot more beautiful than if she would have just been selfish and thought of only herself in present moment. Right? So how I use this idea um, when it comes to getting through hard times is like this. Let's say if we take it on a small scale of uh, last week I woke up and I had a really aggressive anxiety and I sat on my bed and I could not breathe and I was just crying and I did not know how to get through the day. The danger with having those days, and it can be a longer period too, the danger is that you tend to hit pause on your life. You kind of, you give up, right? And I woke up this day and I had a lot to do. I had a long list of things that I wanted to do and should do, commitments. And I was ready to just give it up. Say, I'm, I'm going back to bed. I can't do anything. But instead, I closed my eyes and I thought, okay, if I can forget about myself right here, right now. And I focus in on my older sister, future me in three years. I can visualize her. It, it comes back to the visualization, right? I can visuali- visualize, <laughs> it's such a hard word for someone like me. I can visualize her and I ask her, what should I do today? I have no strength in me. What do you want me to do? And I I see her in my mind kind of reaching out a hand and she smiles at me like, like you do to someone who's younger who knows that things will be fine. And she says, do as much as you can, but please don't hit pause, because that will not make my life easier today. And and the idea then is this thing of, I hear her saying, the one thing you can do today to make your life a little bit easier and more beautiful tomorrow, do that. Only that one thing. And then you think like, okay, if I don't do anything today, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and maybe feel better but I'm going to have so much to do and I'm going to feel like, oh, why couldn't I have just done a little bit yesterday? So instead, I'm like, I'm being kind to myself and, you know, I'm, I'm not pushing anything, but I'm like, okay, well, I could at least answer all the emails and I can make that in a nice way. I can make some coffee and sit down on the floor and I just do it one by one. And I did that even though I, I felt really anxious. But after I finished it, I felt so proud of myself because now at least I had done something that future me will be proud of. I gave her this gift. She does not have to do that tomorrow. I did it today. Right. And this is, you know, a very small kind of scale on this. But at least that's how I get through day by day. I keep thinking, what can I give as a gift to future me today? Same with like, okay, I can lie in bed the whole day, but actually I think my brain and my body would feel better if I got some fresh air and looked at the blue sky for a bit. So I'm going to go out and do that. Or even like future me would love it if she had the knowledge of a specific book. So I'm going to start reading that book today. So let's take it on a bigger scale. Let's take it if you're going through a season in life, a couple of months, six months, half a year. You're, you might be going through a breakup, someone left you, or maybe you lost someone, um, someone passed away, you're grieving, uh, you got laid off maybe, or anything that, that feels like this is going to take some time to get over. I've been there. Every breakup takes a year <laughs> for me to get over. I am a hardcore romantic and I can't get over people. So let's place two people next to each other. Both of them have have gone through the same kind of breakup. And they are both in, you know, this kind of panicked emotional pain that you feel when someone has left you. Maybe they both feel like they don't know what to do with their lives now. They feel lonely. They have no energy. One of them will surrender to that. He's going to close himself in. He's going to stay in his apartment. I'm just using a hymn. To not make it about me all the time. (laughs) So this is gender neutral. Let's say that he's staying in his apartment all day every day. He's deciding to just do anything to get out of his pain. He will start smoking and drinking a lot. And he's just watching Netflix all day. He's crying. And his friends are coming over with pizza to try to make him feel better. Right. In six months, he's going to feel like, okay... I, I think I'm ready to, to start living again. So he's going to stand up, open the windows and he'll be like, oh, the world is still out there. Cool. Now I'm going to have to rebuild my life. What do I want now? And he's going to look at his body that has, you know, been ruined. He's got no physical strength, no physical energy. His brain is not trained. He's very drowsy from those six months. He basically hit pause on his life for six months. Now, the other person, he thought he went through exactly the same breakup and he had exactly the same choice of just crying for six months. But instead he thought, I'm going to forget about me here and now. I'm not going to be selfish and surrender to my selfish pain right now. I'm going to think about myself in six months. What can I give to him today to make his life better than it is right now? Because right now, my life is not beautiful. But I'm going to do anything I can to make future me happy. So he thought, okay, I can lie on this couch and watch Netflix, but that's not a gift I want to give to to future me. He's not going to be happy about that. Instead, he started, He he learned to... Be unselfish, right? That's the thing. When you surrender to what you're feeling right here, right now, you want that immediate um, salvation of numbing something right now through being lazy or alcohol or drugs or fast food, whatever it is. You're being selfish. You're being selfish. This person, the other person, he said, okay, I want to give a healthy body to future me. I refuse to let future me end up with um, a tired, uh, lazy body. So he started going to the gym every morning, two hours. Then he thought, okay, I'm also going to give future me mental clarity. So he started uh, reading books one hour every day. He started reading uh, books on uh, mental health and psychology and self-development and business. He started eating clean and he cut out all the sugar and all the, the carbs and he just did anything to make future him happy. He learned about finances, he learned new skills, he put the time into his job. So in six months, both of them had gone through exactly the same pain. Both of them were in pain for six months. But one of them refused to surrender to that pain. And he instead put his focus on his older brother, on future him. What can I do for future me? And he thought, I don't want to, I, I never want to bring uh, unhealthy patterns into my older brother's life. Because you love that person so much. So in six months, the, one, of the, uh, one, one of the guys, he were on the ground ready to slowly build up his life again, while the other person had managed to build up his life in the process of dealing with the pain. He had refused to surrender to the selfish pain here and now. So in six months, his life was strong and glowing and thriving, and he found himself feeling like maybe this breakup was the best thing that could have happened to me. You see? And I think this has been super crucial to me because that's how I actually dealt with my last breakup. I was crying for a couple of weeks until I thought, you know what, this is not going to make my life better. If I feel like I'm crying right now because I can't see a happy future for myself now, well, this is not going to create that happy future, you know? And and what's really beautiful about this is that sometimes I think... You know, if I wake up and I feel good, I feel super positive, I'm inspired, then I don't really think about this, maybe. I do my future visualization just to feel excited to be working on stuff. But then I'm trying to be in the here and now. This is for when you're waking up and you feel like, I am having an awful time. I don't want to stay in the here and now because this here and now is not my ideal life that's when you have to learn to forget about your here now and focus on future you. What can I do today to make my life better tomorrow? And so also when I when I think about the long term of this then let's say when I am going through a really a, a long period of pain for example I did spend many years uh, feeling a really suffocating loneliness. And I was kind of sinking into this idea that I don't think my life will ever change. I will not be happier than this. That's your weak part of the brain, slowly surrendering to, to it. Instead, I learned to pull myself out of that. And I said, you know what? I create my future. And I'm going to visualize a, a, a loved, loving person In three years with beautiful loving friendships now every time I meet a person I'm going to make sure that I take care of that person and I'm gonna be someone that that person wants to be around because that's what I want to give to future me right so when I think of future me I have categories and you can have as many categories as you want these are gifts that I want to give to future me. And I write this down in my survival document so that every time I wake up and I feel like I can't get through the day, I uh, read this documents and I read my four future gifts and I focus on creating those future gifts for her today. My personal categories are physical health because the more I, I... Consumed myself in the practice of yoga and and also I I come from um, a background as a dancer So I'm very when I feel like I am connected to my body I feel happy in myself Nothing makes me feel as connected to the sky and the earth and the people around me as when I can close my eyes and and lose myself in movement And therefore, having a healthy, strong, clean, functioning, physical body is super important to me. Because if I lose that, I will not know who I am. And I want to be able to travel and uh, perform and stand on stages. And I want to have the energy to do everything I love in life. So I need to make sure that my body has that energy. So I'm going to give my future me a healthy body. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to get my hours of sleep, I'm going to try not to drink too much, I don't smoke anymore, all those things. And whenever I am faced with a decision today, I'm going to ask which choice will make future me happiest. Uh, The second category, the second gift I want to give to future me is clarity. Clarity. This is because I have learned that whenever I start to feel overwhelmed or a bit low on motivation and tired it's because I have lost clarity. I lack clarity on why I'm doing what I'm doing. So then whenever I start feeling that I sit down, I re, re- revise, re review <laughs> review my my visions, my goals, my action plans, what I'm trying to achieve. For example, I've been working on a new record, as most of you know, the last three years, really. And there's been many, many times that I have just lost myself in the routine of waking up and, and trying to do stuff, get stuff done. And sometimes I I woke up and I'm like, I don't feel inspired to do this. Because I don't really know why. Why should I make another record? Why is it important to me? If you don't know why you're doing something it is really hard to motivate yourself. So then it's more important that I take that day and I write down what am I trying to get out of this? How do I want my life to change by creating a new record? How do I want this new album Um, to be perceived how do I want people to be impacted by it what's the uh, why why would my identity be richer if I had a new record out when I can answer those questions I feel so motivated to get going with it and keep going with it because now I know again why this is important to me same thing you know when I kind of feel like I don't want to go running today Then I have to sit down and I have to meditate on future me and I meditate a woman in five years who did not go running and the other version who did go running and did take care of herself. Which version will I choose to be in five years? The third gift I want to give to myself is the ability to learn new skills and having a collection of many skills. This is something that has become really important to me the last year because I have learned that when it comes to feeling uncertain about uh, maybe your career, your job, how interesting your life is, those are all based in your ability to learn new things. As long as I can pick up new interests and consume myself in it for four weeks, I will always have an interesting life because I'm always learning new things. I will never be bored. For example, I've had, I have a, a bucket list of things I want to learn. Most people have a bucket list of places they want to go, but I have a bucket list of things I want to learn. I write everything down. Whenever I find like something that, oh, I would love to learn more about this subject, I write it in my bucket list. And whenever I feel like now I have four weeks where I could consume myself in this subject, I pick it up and I study it and I do courses and I watch YouTube videos. For example, many years ago, yoga was on that document. And I thought, I really want to, when I have time, like understand what that is about. And I picked it up and I fell in love with it. I had photography on there. Last year, I had a little bit of time and I thought, now is the time to consume myself in photography for a, uh, for a month. And photography has become like just another creative meditation for me. I take my camera, I go out and I take photos, like walking my dog. <laughs> but I take photos and I take photos of my friends and I love portrait photography. And it's just like making my, my world richer. The more things you can find that you're interested in and passionate about, you're, the, the more interesting your life will be. The last month, now that we've been in quarantine, I signed up for a course in Chinese medicine. It's always been something I've been super intrigued by. And I thought, now I have time. And now, it's not that I'm going to be an expert in any of this, but just the Knowing that I can learn new things and that I have this knowledge a little bit about Chinese medicine, it makes me feel richer and fuller. And when I meet people out, I know that I can always create an interesting conversation because I have so many things that I'm interested in. So I can talk passionately about a lot of things. And that's how you become an interesting person, I think. And, and, you know, how I'm thinking about this for future me is that when I'm 35, I want to be someone who knows so many things, who can do a lot of things and who developed skills in a lot of different areas, because then her life will be so full and so fun and so interesting, right? A good example that I brought up in the live stream is that I don't have a driving license because... I moved away when I was very young and I've been living in big cities and then moving around in different countries. So I just never really had the the kind of chance to to learn <laughs> how to drive. And I didn't even have the money, to be honest. But now I have made a goal for myself to take this driving license because my touring would be so much easier if I could drive to the shows and my, my wanderlust would also be very happy if I could coast around and my life would just be more ideal for me if i could feel free with transportation now i feel a huge resistance to studying the theory picking up that book going back to school essentially and just putting in the time to learn how to drive like i don't know why i find it so hard but i'm not motivated at all but Then I'm thinking, if I turn out to be 35 years old and I still don't have that freaking driving license, I'm going to be so disappointed in myself. I'm going to look back at me, younger me, and think, why girl, why did you not do it back then? Because I'm going to have to do it now, you know? So I'm thinking, if I can do anything to make my life better for my older sister, future me, it is to give her a driving license. So I'm gonna make sure to do it, <laughs> you know? And these are, this is again how you kind of have to learn to not only surrender to instant gratification, what's nice for me right here, right now, but think sometimes about how can I make future me happy? And this is not, again, this is not about not being in the moment. When I wake up and I feel happy and calm, I will only be in the moment for sure. I will seep it in and, or soak it in or whatever you say. <laughs> and I will just be happy. This is when I have hard days Then I don't want to be in the moment. Then I will instead focus on what, what I can do for future me. Okay, so we have physical health, clarity, skills. And the fourth category for me that I want to give to future me is the ability to find and start new friendships and relationships. This is also very important because it goes back to what kind of people you choose to surround yourself with now. I had a couple of relationships in my life and they have all left me feeling extremely bad about myself. Left me feeling like I'm not worth anything. I'm a really bad person. I have the ability to kind of give myself to other people. So I stopped my own life. And now when I have learned to think like this, whenever I meet a new person, friendships or a relationship, I have learned to think, is this a person I want to bring into my future life's reality? Is this someone that I want my older sister to have in her life? And I think of my older sister, future me, as this happy, glowy, motivated, strong person. Can I see this person in her life? Because if I cannot, I shouldn't nurture that friendship now either. Because then I will bring that into her life. And I only want to bring good energy into future me's life. So... I'm gonna actively seek those people and be super conscious about who I spend my time and energy on, and I'm only gonna spend my energy on people that I want to bring into future me's life. And this does not mean that I neglect people, or you know, I I think it's the most beautiful thing when you can just those endless nights when you meet strangers and you end up having a crazy conversation at the pub about something random. This is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the The people you decide to nurture and build deep relationships with and friendships with. I no longer want to bring bad energy into my life. And I definitely don't want bad energy in my older sister's life. So I'm not going to nurture those friendships. I'm not going to give any emotional weight to them. Let's put it like that. So these are my categories. And I really do urge you to, in your survival document, or whatever you want to call it, answer those questions. Think about yourself in five years, in, in seven years, in ten years, or in six months. What can you do for yourself in the future that you can do today? Like, what choices can you make today that will make your future life a little bit better? And if you do wake up in the quarantine and you feel isolated and anxious or depressed or whatever it might be try to not be selfish and surrender to that and think about six months older me what would she what would she want me to do today so that her life can be beautiful and and a bit better because you're going to thank yourself for this one day just like those two guys I took as examples during the breakup I'm pretty sure the guy who actually built his life He can look back at that breakup and say, thank you, younger me, for not lying in your apartment watching Netflix for six months. Thank you for actually being disciplined, doing what what ought to be done here and now to get you further. Yeah, I I think I covered what I wanted to say with this. And, you know, like I also made clear in the live stream that nobody's perfect. I will have days when I wake up and I feel anxious and I will not do everything the future me would have been happy about, but that's okay. The only thing that I need to do is do it as best as I can. I make choices and if I make the wrong choice, that's okay. I forgive myself, but at least I'm going to do it as much as I can. And when I do it, I can feel proud of myself. And that's a really nice feeling. And I've I always, I've started thinking more and more about how we plan so much experiences. Like if you're going to go on a vacation with a friend in three months, you're going to plan that vacation. You're going to buy the flight tickets and you're going to book the hotel and research where you want to go and what restaurants you want to eat at. But your personality, you're just going to wing it and see who you will be by then. And I kind of think we should learn to plan and consciously create who we want to be just like we consciously plan our careers you know if you want to become a doctor you plan how you're going to get there by choosing your studies and your uh, internships but we should do the same with our emotional and personal character you know plan your physical body how am I gonna look when I become a doctor how I'm going to feel, what people will I have around me. I think that that is is a straight key to having a a good life. All right, my friends, I'm going to put an end to this here. Um, I really, truly hope that something I say makes sense and, and that it can help someone out there at least. That's all I want. And if it does, please, please, please write to me. Let me know what you think about this. Let me know if you you any of this has helped you or might help you. Also, please send me your topic requests. So every week I'm, I'm picking a topic. I think at some point I'm going to do a, a, an episode on time management and clarity because I've had a lot of people asking about that. How do you stay focused on what you're trying to work on? Um, and then for my next single, my next single will be out May 8th. And that week I'm going to... Um, talk about songwriting and being an independent artist Uh, but if you have any other things you would like to start a conversation about write it to me and I I will uh, put it on the list so and also if you think that this what I'm sharing here could help a friend of yours if you know that a friend is going through a hard time and this might help him or her send this to them just say listen to this maybe it will help you because That's also how I have found a lot of people who have helped me, like um, authors and podcasters. My friends have sent it to me when I have expressed that I am going through a specific thing. They've sent, hey, have you read this book? It sounds like exactly what you're going through. And that's how we can help each other also, you know. So, yes. Okay, thank you all my friends for listening. Thank you, my Patreons, for watching the video, if you have watched all the way here. And... um yeah let's let's support each other through this strange uh, roller coaster we're all on at the moment I love you guys bye bye